following thoughts, opinions, stories, and expressions are meant for those who will appreciate them. If you don't, we hope you keep an open soul to encounter another here on 34 Questions. Peace. In three, two, one. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I'm your host, 34. And tonight, I have a very special guest. DJ Moscone is in the building. How you doing tonight, DJ? I'm doing well. How are you, 34? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's great to see you. Um, for the folks out there who are who don't know um, D- DJ Moscone, uh, we haven't seen each other in about 10 plus years. Uh, Over. We- <laughs> for sure, it's been a long ass time. So it's always great to reconnect. And uh, thank you again for making time for this conversation and just, uh, you know, being open to link up. Thank you for I'm thanking you for having me. So thank you. No doubt. No doubt. Um, For the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, we do some intro questions, some warm up questions just to set the tone. Um, After that, we'll jump into a couple icebreakers. Uh, After the icebreakers, we'll turn to the wheel of fate where I'll spin the wheel, whichever number it lands on. That's how the conversation will kind of flow. And then after all that, we'll finish out with some closeout questions. Sound good to you? Let's do it. All right, all right. So, after ten plus years, my very first question for you is: How have you been? You've been doing well. You've been doing great. How you been lately? Uh, I'll say I've been doing well. You know, coming out of the pandemic has been a big deal for me. So, with everything just coming back to life, you know, finally able to get back to what I love to do. So, that's been a plus in aiding the way that I feel. How do you feel? How are you? I am. I've been hella busy to be real with you. Uh, I've I've been loving what I've been doing as far as uh, work. I, I work at Burton, uh, Burton High School. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the after school uh, program coordinator. So like, you know, I make events and clubs and stuff for kids just to so they can have fun while they're at school. Uh, so yeah, I've been doing that. Um, and then aside from that, you know, doing the podcast, it's also kept me busy. And um, I'm trying to start a nonprofit. Uh, I'm just trying to speak into existence right now. It's very uh, early in the stages. But yeah, so those three things are keeping me busy besides, you know, uh, family, friends, my girl. It's all it's all, (laughs) you know, just filling my time up. So absolutely. Don't try. Don't try to do it. Do it. You know what I mean? So. I'm going to ask you that later on in in the interview, uh, which what how you view that because there is a statement that i i struggle with sometimes but um we'll get there uh my my second question for you in the warm-up is what would you like the audience to know about you um well i've been djing since 2015 a lot of people know me as a basketball player it's like a given but um aside from the dj stuff I also produce music, so that's something that I want a lot of my viewers to know. Well, your viewers to know, because a lot of people, they're super, you know, I'm super notorious for being a basketball and DJ. But don't get it twisted. Got some fire (laughs) too, so that's something I want your viewers to know for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, I knew you as the basketball player, uh, so the DJ stuff is a little bit new. How did you make that switch? Like, how did that come up for you? It's just random, honestly. Like, it wasn't something that I I imagined or planned for. It just came to me, and I just went with it. So, basically, I'm going to make a long story short. For sure, for sure. Um, someone asked me to DJ, like, their their work party or something like that. And I was like, okay, cool. I didn't have any knowledge of DJing, like, no nothing. But the person that asked me was doing it from their CD. So, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, bye. DJ equipment, everybody say you always got all the slaps, you know, I always got the ox court. So I'm like, okay, let me give it a shot. So I practiced, 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 did that gig. And then like a week later, I did level 13, which is a club in Oakland. And then um, it just, it went up from there. So that's how the DJ stuff came about. That's what's up. And yeah, I definitely remember you uh, having the slaps back in high school, or at least beyond <laughs> it, you, you introducing music to everybody. Uh, in some way (laughs) you know you gotta make sure the playlist is right for the pre-game warm-up so I got you I got you Uh, say that one more time the iPod was loaded (laughs) now I got you Um, well I'm kind of curious now what's a 
what's the one song that you you think you you always go to to just like get the party hyped or you know just to set that vibe for you for yourself it depends on what party it is but just for any party no matter you know the age group um what type of party it is whether it's corporate a club you know juvenile back that thing up <laughs> it's gonna automatically set the dance floor on fire all it's, ages that's version if it's like corporate or something like that i got you it's that one that starts off like hella like slow right like uh, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah 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 i know exactly That's... what you're talking about <laughs> um and then my my third my well yeah my third question for you in the warm-up is if i were to do something in your honor a way to express the energy you possess what could i do oh man whatever it is just make sure it's extra because everybody always said oh you're so extra so whatever it is you know make sure you go overboard with it don't just do anything mediocre type thing. It gotta be like overboard, AKA extra. So do something. <laughs> well, do you think that's, that has like a negative connotation to being extra or like? Uh, depends on how you look at it. For me, I don't care. I know I'm extra. My birthday is December 31st. So it's like, I'm born on New Year's Eve. How can I not be extra? <laughs> no, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, <laughs> look at it some people can make it a derogatory thing but for me my extra is is just a self-expression i got you yeah i think um you know like I, another way sometimes people put it is like oh you're doing the most and i think that's mm-hmm. more of a negative thing than extra um well they can be cousins look this is <laughs> how extra i am look i'm over here trying to figure out how to put this together and i'm i'm trying to get this camera to sync up you know I tried, but this is my first time really doing it. So I guess you could call me extra because I like quality. So mm, that's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Uh, <laughs> you were just trying, you were setting that up now for, for, uh, I was trying. <laughs> for this interview? I was trying to, yeah, I was trying to, but I've yeah. never done it before. So, and I've been so busy with like, uh, like these last two weeks, a lot of, Oakland Pride events like been slamming me back to back to back to back so I haven't really had the time to figure out how to set up this camera for this interview but that is something I did want to do I got you Whoa. next time we talk either I can come to you or I'll definitely have that set up the next time yeah no let me know if you um, you know just need some some pointers on like what equipment to get for certain cameras because um, it did take me a while too to figure things out always mm-hmm. happy to help uh, but for sure for sure yeah yeah I mean I think that's exactly why sometimes I think at work especially people can call me extra or, or I'm doing too much um, just because I think that's what it takes you know to deliver a good service or um, right exactly I think that's I'm, when we start using that when someone tries to use it as a negative thing for me it's like don't you want quality or like you know don't you want this to be the best you can put out there absolutely um, yeah yeah and uh i i understand why some people maybe not like you know doing the most or doing extra you know i think sometimes those and i'm being hella judgmental but maybe they haven't i was gonna say maybe they haven't figured it out or like figured out what it is for them that makes them push even further right uh but damn you think you've always been extra like where'd that come from was that like something taught to you or something you just had in you growing up in the city everything is extra so I've probably always been this way but you know as we get older people seem to judge a little bit more I feel less they judge more now than they did in high school because high school is just all stardom but now it's like people really keying in to you know the outside things as far as my talent goes and my athletic ability so I feel like uh, since then Maybe people just key into the little things more now and they just notice I'm extra. So <laughs> No, I got you. That is a that is interesting you, you brought that up as far as like now that we're older and we're adults and we're kinda operating in this space where I feel like that judgment for me it just comes from a lot of like comparison or a lot of uh you know, we all for for folks who I don't think have 
figured out like that intrinsic motivation or that uh they- you said mm-hmm. you said who they are yeah that too yeah no what, what was the first thing you said sorry is that just a lot of people don't know who they are yet you know yeah yeah and um and it's weird you know like I can't say I, f- I fully know myself, but I at least feel like there's a there's a path that I'm trying to get to or like, you know, some goals and dreams that I'm trying to reach. Um, and I don't know. I feel like some folks are just like spinning the wheel or like, mm-hmm. you know, running in place kind of thing. And um, I don't know. I, I know it's not something we can do for them. It's just something that they have to kind of come to to themselves. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll bring that up again in, with another question. But um, your intros what's up oh. so i'll let you get through the intro so we can get to the the Literally. nitty <laughs> <laughs> for sure um and then my last question for you uh is on a scale from one to ten how well do you know yourself mm, i'll say i'll give it a seven because mm. like you said you don't fully know yourself and it's like how can i know myself at the age that I am, every age you're gonna change and you're gonna do something different and you're gonna realize, oh, I didn't know this about myself. So I give it 30%, you know, of growing for the rest of my time, but I'm pretty, I pretty much know who I am. Gotcha. Uh, what would you say is your favorite thing about yourself? Um, The fact that if I don't get it right, I'll figure it out and make it right. And I won't give up until I get it right. Like I said, if I had more time, I would have figured that camera thing out. But mm. <laughs> no, I got you. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd be thinking similarly in a, in a very similar way that uh, I have this irrational belief that I, I can figure it out, you know, no matter. <laughs> right. Like whatever it is thrown thrown at you, it's like, well, give me some time. Give me some space to like fail and learn. Then mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to get there eventually. Uh, but yeah, now I hear you. And a quick bonus one, but like from high school to where you are now, how do you feel like you've changed? Um, I don't really think I changed like as a person. I just feel like I'm the same person that I was in high school. Like if you around me, you'd be like, oh, dang, you're still the same. But I've just added more to my resume, if that makes sense. So going to college, getting a bachelor's degree, going D1, playing basketball, getting a master's degree which is all those things I feel like if you knew me from high school it's kind of expected so therefore I feel like not much changed you're just (laughs) doing you yeah being consistently me you know that's sick that's sick and I'm I'm happy to hear because I think you always brought good energy so you know thank you I think you always bringing it even today Uh, and uh, yeah so we made it through the warm up Uh, we're about to move over to quick icebreakers but before that um for the folks out there if you are enjoying what you're hearing please i got my ad right here (laughs) please like if you might share if you care subscribe for a vibe you didn't know was there and do all that all of them do all of them appreciate it um all right let's head over to the icebreakers so here we go the first one is just going to be i'm going to throw you a statement and you just give me your thoughts on it all right okay so this first one is overthinking is a bad thing. I agree. Why? Why? Why, why do you agree with that? Because it's like, why would you get so wrapped up in your mind like that? Um, I feel like overthinking creates a lot of anxiety for people. Uh, overthinking is like doubting the situation, and if you don't have faith, then you're an overthinker. So me personally, mm-hmm. faith in everything I do. I don't overthink it. I just you know get to it and go. I got you. I got you. This is this one I struggle with tremendously. Um, <laughs> I almost think that, uh, I mean, I use it to justify, you know, a lot of things. And I like to think that I'm just trying to figure out all these different outcomes and lanes and stuff. But it does keep me frozen for such a long time before, you know, taking some action. Um, so, yeah, still working on it for sure. I don't know if that was like something you you could you could have told like back in back in the day but um yeah that was me i would have gave you an answer <laughs> what's that that if you would have asked back then i would have gave you an answer <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i got you 
Um, and yeah, even back then, I don't think uh, like you were talking about how you don't feel like you changed mu uh, that much from high school. And I feel the same way, to be real. Um, and like, it's weird because, you know, I've, some other folks that I still kind of run with from high school. You remember David? I still mm -hmm. see him every once in a while. Um, and a few years ago, me and Daniel Fung, I don't know if you remember him. We used to kick it a lot. Uh, and they both told me, like, dude, you're like the same person from high school. And um, I don't know if it rubbed me. I appreciated it, but also rubbed me the wrong way because I was like, damn, I haven't grown. I haven't changed. Well, like, <laughs> Oh, what kind of person you were in high school like were you the bully if you were a bully then somebody telling you you're the same person then in that case it's, to me it's offensive but if you've been you know then it's yeah. not offensive no you're right you're right I should have thought about it that way so I, I appreciate you enlightening me in of that course. way <laughs> and uh this next one is blood is thicker than water you feel like that's true I'm like that's for me yeah because uh my family we're super tight so water can never compare to the blood we have you know so yes blood is thicker that's what's up that's what's up i know that that question seems almost dependent on like a person's experiences right like depending on what kind like me and my family um we're good but i'm all my my cousins are females so like i kind of done my own thing and always feel bad that i haven't been around to parties and stuff but they always like you're a dude man like we understand that you, you you disappear and then you come back whenever i'm like all right so now i feel that though and, hey uh, <laughs> are you feeling bad you're still here so you have an opportunity to give corrective action if you really feel bad about it that's true damn you almost called me out right there <laughs> but I, I feel you i feel you <laughs> What's you know, up? I said, I'm just saying. No, I got you. I got you. I know my cousins hear that too. And they're like, yeah, you should be thinking that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then earlier we talked about trying and doing, right? So in my mind, I've always been like, uh, you know, it's hard for me to feel like I'm doing something because I almost feel like I need that validation or I need, you know, numbers to, to show me that I'm doing the right thing um so like for you what's what's is there a difference in that trying and do versus doing um, trying versus doing yeah yeah it's a difference because you can try something and then not do it like you can try something say you know i want to do a podcast and i try it and it doesn't go the way i want it to go then i'm done with it versus me doing it to me doing is consistency you know regardless to the outcome being consistent doing i would rather be a doer than a trier sure mm, i got you but, but in order to be a doer you have to try so <laughs> yeah yeah i think um you know from for me personally it, that that line almost is the same it's like i should stop using that word try because mm -hmm. whatever it is is you're doing it it's just really how long you do it for if you're consistent um, and I guess that's really just the difference for me now is is how much time I put into something, you know. Right. Because uh, I've tried rock climbing, but that, I don't think uh, <laughs> I do it right. <laughs> Haven't done but it again. <laughs> doing it though, so I mean, did you get on a rock and get off immediately? Nah, nah. You know, I, I did spend like you know a whole day trying different sizes of rocks and everything. Um, <laughs> But I just I, I think it's very like I don't know for you, but like adding new stuff into your life, it um it can be hard if you already feel like you got set goals and like you you know how you want to spend your time. So rock climbing was one of those things where I'm like it was fun, but you know uh, I think I'm gonna spend my time on other stuff. <laughs> right. So with the whole rock climbing thing, was it indoor or was it like real rock climbing? Uh, so yeah, if uh you want to get controversial, but uh. <laughs> The, it was it was a rock that was in Joshua Tree. I don't know if you've been there in the desert just no. yet. Um, but and I wasn't climbing up. Well, I was hiking up the the mountain, and then mm -hmm. my friend he would like put a stake at the top, and then we would have to scale down the mountain. I'm like, not doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Hey, I salute you. See, that's something I would never try. But that's that's a good experience. I think sometimes it's good to be uncomfortable because in those instances 
you learn more about yourself. So, oh yeah, for just no. going back to what we talked about about not knowing yourself. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. The uh, outside the comfort zone, right, is where we we have the most growth. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like it's so damn hard sometimes i know i think people i've heard the phrase like as humans we always want to be comfortable or you know our addictions or our vices it kind of goes back to the things that make us feel um like satisfied right and like we don't have to do anything more extra and yeah i think um i think the next thing for me would probably be skydiving (laughs) i don't know if you sky would you skydive I was thinking about it like in my early 20s, but when I told my mom about it, she was like, I swear, if you do it, when you get on the ground, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> like, well, I guess I'm not skydiving then. <laughs> it sounds like you got to take moms with you. <laughs> oh, ever. She would never. But to me, I mean, that right there, that's a pretty dope experience. Granted, it goes well, you know what I mean? Because... It's like you feel like you're on top of the world. Like just but just that view in, in first it's person. Scary. It's kind of scary. I mean, I, <laughs> no doubt. I mean, uh, when just doing that that uh, rock climbing thing, um, I remember the the guy was telling me like just lean back, and I'm like, you want me to lean back off a mountain and right. tr- tr- trust this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not that easy. It's not as easy as you make it All sound. Right. Uh, but yeah, yeah. You done? Remember the ropes course? I don't know if you ever did one back in. <laughs> had to jump off and like touch the chicken and stuff. I just yeah. had to do that shit for uh. For, do it. We, we. I think we did it at ISA. No, I th- I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah. Um. Like you know, one of those field trips. Like uh, yeah, like in the avenues or something like that. I had to do it again recently, and like, man, I cannot. Like, I wish I could, you know, paint a better picture. But it was like this tall ass pole that's like 30 feet up with a small like base. And I had a, the, the lady who was trying to tell me what to do was like, just put your feet on this little bit. I'm like, this shit's so small. Like, <laughs> I can't <Yeah>. do it. <laughs> um, the, the older we get, the scarier we get. So if you mm. want stuff like that, do it while you're young, but make sure you're doing it safe. I got you. You think that's true? Like for, for you, that if things get scarier as you get older? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. oh. it's like your body doesn't bounce back the same. You get older, you find out what anxiety is. Like in high school, you're pretty fearless. Everything is just perfect in high school. Well, for some people. Mm. But like, you know, in regards to certain things, high school is like nothing. You don't have bills. You don't have that extra, you know. They get older and it's like, well, I don't know if I should be doing this, you know. So mm. I think that's where the... Uh, the fear probably kicks in there. I got you. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I like to think I'm. I've been. I was pretty fearful back in high school. So, you know, right. as I, for me, it's almost like a reverse effect. Like now, I'm more. <laughs> like, I don't care if, if you know I, I embarrass myself or um, yeah. all that stuff. But I will say for physical things, yes, I uh, definitely feel. You know, I, we played basketball like a couple weeks ago and. I, it's just been hurting I'm still hurting and I'm like god damn this is not like this before <laughs> body will surprise you for sure um, and then I got one more icebreaker for you this one will be quick it is a uh, word for word so it's like word association um, okay. I'm, just, I'm just gonna throw words at you you give me the first uh, word that comes to mind for you alright alright let's go the countdown will start after I give you the first word and it is Age. Conflict. Problems. Relax. Chilling. Imagine. You said imagine? Imagine. Vacation. Fear. Death. Crazy. Regret. Happiness. Family. Ooh, I'm so sorry. I, uh, the audio was kind of choppy at the end right there, uh, so I might have to ask you again. What was uh, what was happiness? Money. 
money, and then family? Priority. Number one priority. Mm, I got you. I got you. And then I think for fear, you said death. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like we all have to do it and blah, 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 blah. But yeah, it's not something I'm looking forward to. No, I feel Next. it. <laughs> what was that? I said, next question. We don't have to spend time on that topic. I got that's, you. That's, I got that's you. too No, 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 no. I feel that. And uh, yeah, don't ever feel pressured to like, you know, have to say anything you don't want to talk about. Um, I got you. Let's move on back to the main stage. And I'm going to pull up the wheel. There it goes. Give it a spin. <laughs> and then um yeah like i said earlier any topic that's too deep or something you don't want to talk oh, about feel free to pass i will let you know i got you uh <laughs> so here we go number 28 is uh it's like a three-parter so what's the what would you say is the most important advice you could have given your 13 year old self oh um I'm going to be real with you. If I could tell my 13-year-old self something, it would be that when UCLA wrote me a letter as a freshman, I was 13 in high school playing on varsity. So it's like, looking back to that, I'm like, dang, I wish that there would have been a way that we could have really like stayed on top of that. Because the form of communication at 13, as a freshman, they couldn't really do it. So it was very vague. But... I feel like if I could tell my 13-year-old self something, it would be stay on your coaches. Like, make sure they don't let this opportunity to go to UCLA slip, because that would have been super dope. Even though going to Grambling State University was dope, I think UCLA would have been probably more dope for me than that. But I met a lot of great people along the way. So, But if I could tell my 13-year-old self, it would be to stay on top of UCLA. Yo, I got to be honest with you. That blows my fucking mind, yo. <laughs> I did not know that, and uh, that's wild to me that, uh, you know, they were, you know, just sending you messages as a 13-year-old, like. <laughs> a little letter that they sent, if I could find it, that would be dope, but my mom, she never throws anything away, it's a matter of locating it, so. I got you. I don't think I ever asked you, but, like, where did uh, the ball inside of you come from? Like, you know, where? Handball? Yeah. yeah yeah basketball like you know i know it was a big part of your life back then um but yeah i, I never knew the origin story you know like <laughs> what got you that right. point i, I went to st paul the ship's like a catholic school well down now but the catholic pastor the bay 800 and also recess the ball and it started moving and then this guy named mark he was the ocean he was that's gonna like my dad's like one of his best friends actually to it but his name was Kelly so it's like Kelly's son so my dad was always Kelly they met and I was uh, work and Kelly has recording in the back I was playing there and then Mark was like so my dad he's like you need to really like check out your dog she really good at ball like she always pick up the ball that she says she's super so, get out. I had my first game. It was all those. We were called the Tweeties. <laughs> all those Tweeties. <laughs> the play. My parents came. My dad. My mom just came. And he was like, wow, man. That's when they realized she's really good. That's crazy. And then I just took it on from there. <laughs> but really and truly, I don't think anybody taught me how to hoop, which is crazy. It's just like I picked up the ball and it was just natural. That's wild, yo. Uh, you ever thought about like, you know, I mean, you, you still play? You, you, you I, still play. I did a women's league, uh, I want to say like two months ago. The thing with that, it was a great experience, don't get me wrong. Semi-pro, every farms, crowd, DJ. Freeze! All great experience. Me um, was upset because they already had been like ten weeks in, and they asked me to fill in for somebody. Mm -hmm. So if I would have been one, maybe I 
myself. Because again, I'm planning to people who are inside for two months. I'm not shake, but I'm, you know, I'm never gonna lose. So I'm hanging, but not the way I wanted to. I got you. I got you. And for all, I want to dominate. And it was, it was kind of challenging for me to dominate. It's not as fun out there. So it's like, you know, people way younger than me, which, you know, football. When you're not in shape, it's nothing you do. So mm. you can't connect. I got so you. I didn't want to do. So just give me one. Like, uh, uh, can you repeat that last part? Sorry. Just give me week one. Uh, I got week ten. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, and I'm actually just looking for advice real quick. I know you've uh, you've worked with a bunch of coaches in your life. Uh, what would you say makes an effective coach for you? Like, you know, a great coach. Um, I'll tell you one of my favorite coaches is Verna Castro. Because, like, and this is coming out of high school, she pushed me in ways that I didn't know I could be pushed. But at the same time, she didn't kill me. So it's like, <laughs> um, a, to me, a great coach who makes a great coach is somebody who can recognize exactly what they can get out of a person and push them to the limits where they don't even know they can go to create, you know, greatness. I feel like she was one of the persons who coined my greatness. So just really, again, find somebody who can recognize, hey, I have this type of person. So somebody that really pays attention to what what that person has to offer and just keying in on it and figuring out what can I do to get more out of this person while also building them up to be a great person outside of the sport or the after school programs. You know, teaching them valuable life lessons as well along the way. Got you. Shout out to Coach Castro, yo. Like, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, and then I remember when I said this was like a three-parter. I'll give you one more to this, but it is. So you know what you were going to tell your 13-year-old self. Now, mm-hmm. what would you tell your 21-year-old self? Oh. <laughs> 21 was so like, okay. I got it. Because when I was 21, that's when I graduated from um, from college. Because mm. I started school early, so it's like everything was so young for me. 21, I'm in Louisiana. My 21-year-old self, I would tell my 21-year-old self, you know what? It didn't go as, as you planned. Maybe, you know, the, the coaching expectations wasn't what it was, but don't give up on something you really love to do. Got you. Did you feel at that time that that's what was happening for you, or like? You, yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't like the. You know, I'll say it. I'm not afraid to say it. I didn't like the way the coaches treated me. So it kind of just made me be like, you know, I'm done with it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. That's that's rough. <laughs> that's rough. Um, that until my 21 year old self. For sure. For sure. But it's so things happen the way they're supposed to and we can't plan everything nah nah no you really can't like no matter whoever's out there thinking that they got it all figured out mm-hmm. shit doesn't not go according to plan ever really so I'm I try to stay as free flowing as possible even though you know I have goals yeah, I don't know what the route's gonna be to get there it's just like like you said just keep pushing mm-hmm. staying consistent if you really love it don't give up Cause it'll come regardless to how long it takes uh i don't know if you ever knew what my first love was as far as like what i was my dream and doing all that i want to be a rapper coming out of high school um <laughs> and uh but it took me a long time to really like understand what it took to make it in the music business mm-hmm. and i was not prepared for that and i don't think that was necessarily what I wanted for the longest time. It was like, cool, rapping is a good way to express myself, get these words out, and I think I'm kind of good at it. Um, but it's way more than that to make it in the music business. <laughs> so I had to, I think for me, it was 27. Probably held on to that dream a little too long. Uh, but it, it got me to now, I mean, I feel comfortable on the mic, feel comfortable doing stuff like this. So I know those lessons have kind of helped me get this far too, you know. Late. 
it's not a lot of people tell me like oh, but don't the right i think with the right mentor it's like coming out of high school you didn't have somebody that can guide you so it's like you kind of was lost like yeah i got this passion i i know i'm great at it but nobody to tell you exactly how to go about it and if you had that i think things would have been totally different so fast forward and now we're mature enough to know what we need so i think if you get the right mentor and you know meet the right people you can still revert back to your passion no for sure i mean i, I try to stay uh I try to keep my skills up now every now and then, just making sure I still got it. I'm sure the same with you with basketball. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I feel that. I'm today. Just getting a bunch of shots up and cardio, you know. If yeah. I don't work, I feel like myself. So. No, I, I feel that. Sure. I pray I need the ability to work out for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's really the goal. It's like being able to move your body where it's not, it doesn't become like a, a hassle or like it feels like a chore to just, you know, walk, you know. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of, I would say more of our generation, um, my, my parents are kind of still in that old school mentality of like, oh, it hurts, so I'm not going to work it out. And I'm like, nah, you got to get out there. Just do it. Right? Just do it. I promise you're going to feel so much better after. Yeah. Try. Same. Um, <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love y'all, but please. Hard work. So, shout out to him on that. But my mom is kind of hard to get her to, to work out, you know, given what she's been through. So, nah, sometimes, and then sometimes I'm just like, just try it. Might help. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that, sh that could be, uh, sorry, my business mind is just thinking, and I'm like, that's a need and that's something maybe somebody should really try to help you know older folks kind of get back into you know moving their bodies i don't know anyways oh. <laughs> uh let me give the wheel another spin um, okay here we go this next one is number 12 and the question is oh it's kind of heavy feel free to pass but um when was the last time you cried and why Oh man. Um, it was I'll try my hardest to to answer this for you. It was last week and um it's because I was in the courtroom looking at a bunch of people who are involved in this case with my sister. So that was just Friday. Damn, and yeah. yeah. Independent case, so and she's no longer here, so mm. There's your answer. I got you. Damn. Thank yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'm not even mad that that question even popped up because I talk about her all the time. So it's just like, I guess, how could I do an interview without talking about her? She said, no, you're going to talk about me today. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, for sure. Um, no, thank you for, for sharing. Um Sometimes I don't know what these answer, these questions, you know, are touching on when I ask my guests. But uh, nah, thank you for for sharing. You're um, welcome. Is there any way you'd like to honor her, or you don't have to? It's just something. But, that I like. She she know. I I feel like everybody already knows. If you know me, you follow me. You already know. Gotcha. Gotcha. And it's coming up on a year and six days. So if you want. Honor, just come to my Instagram and you'll see it. For sure, for sure. Uh, let me give it another spin. <laughs> uh, you got number three this time, and uh, this one I think is a little lighter than the last one. But uh, when was the last time you forgave yourself? The last time I forgave myself. Hmm. That's a really good question. Um, I think you kind of disappeared for a second. Everything good? Yeah, I'm good over here. Yeah. Out of 34, but, but um, the last time I forgave myself, I don't think I really just like do it and be like, yo, you just forgave yourself or something. But I guess every time I realize like, I'm being inconsistent and then I get back to my schedule is a, is a form of me forgiving myself for being inconsistent and not, excuse me, and not giving up. So 
That's almost every Monday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know That's what almost, you mean. <laughs> I just felt, it, it's kind of frustrating for me right now. Like, there's no reason why I should be struggling with consistency. But as a human, you know, someone who actually makes mistakes and is dealing with a lot of family-oriented issues and stuff like that, like the thing that I told you, it's hard to, to do things consistently. So... Whenever I get back on track is a time when I do, you know, say, hey, you know, you've been slipping, but it's okay because you're human and you're going to pay for for your inconsistencies. But at the same time, it's not too late to be consistent. And and for you, uh, what does consistency look like? I know for me, it's like. I try to do interviews every day or, every, you know, do three a week or something. And for me, that's consistency. But, you know, for you, is that something that's like an everyday thing, maybe a weekly thing? Um, honestly, when I'm at my best is when I'm waking up at 7 a.m. And I'm grinding Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. And what that looks like is just I'll just give you like the first couple of things, because this is what really sets the mood and what kicks off my consistency and what keeps me on track, what keeps me, you know, able to do great things. So I wake up, first thing when I do when I wake up, of course, you want to pray. And without looking at your phone, you know, I don't check any messages. I don't go through any DMs. The first thing I'll do after praying, I mean, I might have to use a restroom or something like that, but um, I'll listen to a motivational speech. And that, honestly, is a huge factor in setting the tone for the day. Because if you don't look at your phone and you're not looking at text messages, how can you get off to a bad start? The first thing you're doing is listening to a motivational speech. So that already is kind of like getting the creative juices going in your mind. And it's like, you might see something bad on the internet. Like for instance, say you wake up today and you get on Instagram and you see that this rapper is gone. You know what I mean? He got shot at Roscoe's and it's like, if you don't look at your phone first, you don't even give yourself that opportunity to set yourself up to have a bad day. So I'll do that speech. And then after that, I'll go to the gym and work out. Then after that, I'll read a book. And then I'll get into all of my creative stuff. Probably make a beat or if it's on my list that day, reach out to ARs, reach out to artists, reach out to songwriters. And it'll be a certain number, but then again, I'm kind of like doing content too. So I'll make a reel or, you know, post my story and I'm doing that all the way till eight o'clock PM. But that's when I'm at my best. That's when it seems like opportunities fall out the sky for me when I'm literally doing everything I'm supposed to do. Like nothing for me, because I feel like God is like, yo, you're too talented to just get anything handed to you. Like you literally have to work for it. Everything that I've done, I've worked for. So when I'm working my hardest is when things just they click, but I have to be consistent or it's not going to happen. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, yeah. I, it sounds like what you do in the morning is something I hella strive to do. And I don't think I've even got it through one morning like that. Um, read it. Yeah, reading in the morning, that's new to me. I think I should try that because I always tell myself, like, oh, I'm going to read before sleep. And I'm just like... You don't do it and you go to sleep. Like, "Mm, tomorrow, Mm, tomorrow. And it's like, we keep doing this tomorrow thing to ourselves. And at the age we're at, any inconsistency, you're going to pay for it. Mm. Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, I feel like I, I... I paid for my... I'm still paying for my inconsistencies in my in my 20s. Like, you know, uh, you knew me as somebody that, like, tried really hard in school and, you know, tried to do all that stuff. And from in my 20s, I was not that guy anymore. Um, I definitely, like... I think I felt like, you know, I, I spent so much time and effort doing this. And then it was like, I deserve to just chill. <laughs> and and um, feeling that way... I think was more of a detriment for sure because like that drive and fire was kind of gone and I was like let me just do the least and just get through whatever I need to get through um so yeah a lot of missed opportunities and then stuff that <laughs> and, uh, yeah so forgive yourself for it and then next time last time you forgave yourself 
You can tell them September 13th. <laughs> it's a it's an ongoing process, yo. Like it it is um as much as I I, I want to be positive about it, it is uh still a motivating factor. You know, it's just like yo, you put yourself in a position. It's it's time to put yourself out and. You know, right. that's what I'm working towards for sure. And I think that's what it is. And what it ultimately is going to lead me to, you know, success is, is is that feeling. And then I think I'll be able to talk about it more and be like, yeah, this is the the journey. <laughs> but yeah. Well, um, everything is being documented. So you can look back and it'll be well worth it. Um, you know, I'm hoping that happens. I'm speaking into <laughs> existence. Uh can't hope you gotta know you gotta know gotta not being cocky it's just and it's not even really confidence it's just having faith and and it'll work and you know i feel like uh deep down in my heart i know and it's just more so like trying to tell everybody else to to watch watch it happen is is what makes me feel uncomfortable (laughs) yeah I, i know i know uh I think we got about 15 minutes-ish in, in the interview. I want to thank you again, uh, DJ Moscone, for, for stopping by. Um, thank you, 34. I hope you're having fun. Um, but yeah. Like, it doesn't even feel like an interview. That's why, honestly, the email is not like I don't read emails, but I didn't want to read it. I didn't want to go through anything because I don't want to prepare for anything. I just want it to be raw and organic. For sure, for sure. And honestly, I appreciate that more too. Um, and like this, I think you're going to fall into one of my playlists that's like blast from the past, you know, especially reconnecting with folks from way back. It's just, it's crazy. Cause I mean, oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. When you, when you see people from high school, you get a good feeling. You know what I mean? Like our high school was so small. Almost everybody was family if you weren't dating the person at school. So. <laughs> You know, it's like it's. I love seeing people from high school. Yeah, me too. Me too, for sure. Um, and I, I just don't know if people feel that same way because I feel like I also know a few people who's like, oh, I don't want to see nobody from high school. Um, well, something that they're dealing with on their own. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe something they're struggling with. Because it's like, why wouldn't you want to see people from high school? That's like the best time in life is high school. I think I think me and you both on that same uh, wavelength. Uh, I think what also for me, I don't know if you ever heard this in uh, the motivational speeches that you've heard before, but one of them is like you want to connect with the people that knew you before who you were today, because then they really got to see like the the most pure of person, you know, as a kid. Yeah. So I'm just like, damn, that's true. And so like for any adults out there, you know, one like struggling with that. Try to reconnect with somebody in the past and maybe they'll remind you who you were or who you are deep down. Uh, but yeah, I think we got time for one more spin. So I'm going to go ahead and do that real quick. What? This one is number... <laughs> it's 28 now. Um, but be- instead of a spin, is there a number that you'd, you'd like to choose between 1 and 34? Uh, between 1 and 34? Yeah. Let's go with the champ. If I haven't got it already, let's go with 30. 30. Yeah, nah. 30. nah. Stephen Curry? Yeah, that's... <laughs> I, I wish we had that in high school, but... <laughs> all we held on to was that we believed back then. Um, but and, here we but, go. Hey, we probably appreciate it more now. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. That first championship was... And even, like, every single time we go into the playoffs, it's... I definitely appreciate it more. Um, this one is, uh, what is your proudest moment? My proudest moment? I don't know. All of my moments that I make huge accomplishments are my proudest moments. When I do something, well, it's kind of hard to say when I do something, I'm surprised. Because, like I told you earlier, anything that I really want to do, it might take a little time, but I do it. So I'll just speak into the future. My proudest moment will be when I get a mansion. Mm, get a man- that's that's not easy to do. You know, like to me, going to school, getting a master's, like all that stuff pretty easy. If you just buckle down, it's a formula for you to follow. Mm-hmm. But there's no formula for you to follow 
with getting a mansion. And I'm not just saying like for materialistic stuff, but the average person, and I'm not saying it's not good to be average, but I don't want to be the average person. And the average person cannot have a mansion. So that would be one of my proudest moments. I got you. You going to be staying in Cali or is it going to be somewhere else? I don't know. California is acting crazy. So, <laughs> like, my original dream was to move to L.A. and, like, do the whole, you know, like, celebrity thing out there. But I don't know. It's a little crazy out there right now. So, uh, we'll see. I got you. I got you. Uh, yeah, no, nah, man, she'll be dope. I, I always like to think that, you know, the way you can customize such a big-ass home is going to be All hella right. sick, too. <laughs> have almost everything there you know you don't have to leave too much for it for your entertainment purposes yeah yeah well hopefully you know when that happens you could do a little mtv crib style type thing yeah yeah maybe hopefully i'll be producing it too so i could come visit you in your mansion <laughs> um but yeah I'm, I'm open to working with people i'm comfortable with so for sure i got you i got you um, all right, we're going to move on to the closeout questions. But before we do that, there's this one exercise um, I'd like to ask you to partake in, and it is called the 34th Mantra. Um, I have three fill in the blanks for you to kind of fill in. Um, okay. It's I am, I can, I will. So I am blank, I can blank, I will blank. Uh, let me know when you're ready, and I'll, I'm going to put you ready. I'm freestyling everything. I'm not thinking about this stuff. Yeah, you're not an overthinker. I, I, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> Here is the uh, screen. You are talking to yourself, so go for it. Oh, okay. So I am DJ Moscone. Uh, I can do anything I want, any accomplishments, and I will never give up on myself. For sure. For sure. I got you. Um, and yeah, if you ever need that sound bite, if you ever need a reminder, you got yourself telling yourself exactly who you are what you're going to do and what you're capable of uh, and then here we go with our closeout questions this next question is actually from my previous guest so shout out to Pat Patrick um, Pat, Patrick Patrick <laughs> his question for you is what inspires you to be who you are um what inspires me honestly is my family my family inspired me because I want us all to be super happy. You know what I mean? So, and I'm not saying money buys everything, blase, blase, but if it comes down to money and I can provide it, I want to be the one to do that. So my family is what generally inspires me. I got you. You know, I, I, that thought just crossed my mind earlier today. Um, I want to be that I don't want to be distant, but I want to be that relative that like, you know, passes away and then someone's like, oh shit, I just got like, you know, some kind of gift from them and I didn't know. Right. <laughs> That's the kind of right. relative I want to be. <laughs> hey, gotta be that way or else, you know, they're gonna kind of forget about you. Not saying it like that, but it's kind of like that. You know, at the end of the day, you gotta do it for the people you love. It's not just for you, so. I got you. That's uh, my next question is what would you like to ask the next guest on 34 questions um, do you have them at like the next guest schedule nah so it's really just random and it's just a way uh, for me I, to. I, I like to ask specific people specific questions okay but the uh, uh, general I was gonna say pause real quick because I want to say um, I will answer this question as well so if there's a is you know if there's a question that you would specifically ask me then okay. I can pass that on right. to the next person okay let me think about this one a good question to ask for sure um, I would ask them what makes you inconsistent mm. okay and how do you feel like you can overcome that permanently because it's possible it's possible how to overcome that permanently not Her. for two weeks a month like i'm talking about like for the rest of your life you're consistent for sure for sure all right so this is great i like answering i would love to answer this question so uh what makes you inconsistent um i think it's been 
inconsistency has been a bad habit for a long time uh i think that uh for for a while there like you know switching from high school being hella like do the most and you know overachieve and then feeling comfortable in, in uh you know my 20s with just chilling it's like okay how can i get that energy back to be that person again sometimes that's that's how my mind works to be real um and yeah so i think that's what keeps me inconsistent and the overthinking thing too also keeps me inconsistent is because you know i'll think i have a great idea or i want to do something and i'll be like maybe tomorrow maybe next week whatever like it happens and um yeah i think that makes me and i think for me even though i have the the belief that i can make it or i can do great things sometimes i feel like that i can't do it or i'm not i'm not that person to do it uh so there's some confidence issues in there too that, that i feel like i'm working on um so how to over overcome that permanently uh so <laughs> the reason why I, I i do a lot of things like you know trying to have a career trying to do the podcast trying to start a nonprofit now is i think that's what's going to take it's like for me to fill my life with things that i'm trying to push or goals i'm trying to progress if i can have those things like kind of take up my time then mm-hmm. it'll be less time oh good staying busy staying busy yeah staying busy um i think is gonna keep me overcome well now that i think about it, it's like damn I, I just need to build better habits too around those things i shouldn't be relying on you know just keeping myself busy to stop me from you know indulging in vices uh but yeah so i think for me that's my answer uh and i'll let you know if if uh it gets better from here like you said i think uh, that say that again i think that's a solid answer right on right on um and yeah i'm gonna be curious whoever gets this next one how they (laughs) how they take it yeah i want to hear the answer too because i think that's a good time for you to be real with yourself for sure yeah i mean you know just saying that question is very um you know uh I feel like you've been calling me out this whole uh, interview, which is great. Oh. <laughs> no, you, I know you don't mean it. <laughs> Talking. Yeah, no, you. <laughs> it's just more so for me. I have like these, uh, you know, soft spots that I'm just like, damn, you're just dropping so, so much knowledge. There's like something so heavy, and I'm just, I just have to recognize it and be like, maybe I'm hearing these things for a reason right hey. now, you know. Um, I'll feel that. But yeah. Yeah, that's what you've been doing so uh i appreciate it a lot for sure well i hope i didn't like you know putting a pressure on you i don't i don't think it's pressure yo it's just it's just the truth and you know the truth like it's something you got to work with um so yeah it's just one of those things and for a lot of folks out there i think the truth just needs to keep hitting harder and mm-hmm. harder and more often until you do something about it uh, but yeah and then my last question for you, the question that ties this whole podcast, the whole meaning and everything together is 100, 200, 300 years from now, your descendants are watching this video. What would you like to tell them? I would like to tell them to be better than me, like, and not to be like on no cocky stuff. But, you know, a lot of people in my family, they like, oh, you know, you the best at this, you the best at that. And a lot of people don't really ask me for, well, like, they don't ask, I'm not going to say they don't ask me for advice, but um, they don't really feel like they can help. You know what I mean? So just the people looking at this video don't ever feel like there's not a way that you can help other people in your family because they got it all together. You know what I mean? Like, we're all a family, and I know that I can come off as a strong person and all that, this, that, and the other, but everybody always needs something so just always try to figure out a way to give your other family members who are also going to watch your video 100 to 200 300 years from now always try to find a way to bring value to other people's life if you really love them Mm. sure any any last things you'd like to add before we head out of here i think i i you know I'm, I'm not a complicated person, so 
it's not too much I really want to add, but y'all can follow me on Instagram. And I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to get to 10K. So at M-O-S-D-N-E is where you can find my Instagram at. I got you. I'm going to ask you to sh- uh, shoot me those links too. Uh, it could just be Instagram where you got a website. Give me all that good stuff so I could throw it in the description. Um, was this live? Oh no, it wasn't live. I, I haven't I haven't gotten to that point just yet. I'll get there. Um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out the best way to do that. Uh, but yeah, I just haven't made it happen yet. But um, want to thank you again, DJ Moscone, for stopping by. Uh, you know, it's a great chat. It was great to reconnect, and hopefully, you know, we could find ways to kind of build things um, in certain ways. If there's anything I can do to help you, feel free to uh, reach out. Let me know. Um, especially you. if you start getting into like video stuff uh, I think I can help out a little bit well we need to chop it up outside of this 34 for sure for sure uh, I want to thank all the folks out there for listening for tuning in if you're watching on YouTube listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts I want to appreciate your time as well uh, remember to reach out reach forward as always much love and uh, we'll catch you guys next time on 34 questions peace <laughs> And then it fades out from there.